Greetings, Colorado River Indian tribes, and welcome to another episode of the Crit Media Podcast. My name is Dusty Waddell, and I want to thank you once again for taking the time out of your day to listen. Today is Monday, August 28th, 2023, and I'm here at Media Headquarters in Parker, Arizona, recording episode eight of the Crit Media Weekly Podcast, where you can listen to news, information, and entertainment made for you, the membership of the Colorado River Indian tribes. So, is anybody else looking forward to cooler weather? I know I am. Although it's a brisk 73 degrees inside the media headquarters, it's expected to reach 111 degrees today here in Parker. Taking a look at the weather widget on critmediaonline.com, and it looks like it's going to be sunny and hot throughout the first half of your work week. Clouds move in on Thursday dropping the high to 102 degrees. And it looks like those clouds bring a chance of rain for Friday and Saturday. The high for Friday and Saturday expected to reach between 93 and 95 degrees. Sun comes back out for a high of 95 on Sunday. And of course, uh, that's gonna be humid. That weather information came directly off of the critmediaonline.com homepage, where you can find more community-related news and event information. And in case you need to hear that again, the website is www.critmediaonline.com. So there's been a bunch going on at media over the last week or so. Uh, Crit Media reporter Jacob Lewis and myself had a chance to um, tag along a little bit with uh, Crit Farms uh, manager Josh Moore during the uh, 2023 onion harvest. Got the perfect music for that, too. Uh, I think I can still smell the onions, as a matter of fact. So, Jacob, uh, was this your first time seeing the farms, right? It was my first time seeing the farms, and I just couldn't believe the scale of it. Like, it just kept on going and going and going, basically uninterrupted. Right. Yeah, we drove, if if you're familiar with uh, Crit Farms and and where this onion harvest is at, the uh, onion harvest was down, like, towards the very, very southern end of the, the farms. So he got to see, got to drive through most of it anyway. So that's cool. Um, did you have any idea that, that it was done on such a large scale here? I just, I guess I hadn't even comprehended that farms could be that big just generally. Like, I don't, or the variety. I always thought of farms as, like, very specialized working on one crop. But the variety of crops that were being grown at the same time was kind of astonishing right i think we got to see alfalfa uh different sudan grass and you know different uh, feed um crops and then uh what else cotton. cotton yeah we saw cotton got to see the onions um and also got to talk you know about some of the things with um farm manager uh, josh moore um, about the, the future over there which is exciting uh, another thing josh explained um, was that these onions weren't being grown um, to be your typical table onion that you see in the stores, like in the produce section, right? They were being grown uh, specifically to be dehydrated and then ground down into powders um, for seasonings, um, such as some used by some of the biggest brands out there, like uh, McCormick, uh, Frito-Lay, PepsiCo was one of the um, the brands that uh, he, he mentioned there. So um, the sour cream and onion potato chips any any fans of sour cream and onion potato chips okay so so these onions end up um apparently as as the seasoning for those types of products so it's pretty interesting 
Um, so yeah, we'll have to get back with Josh soon and talk a little bit more about what they have going on down there. Um, but in the meantime, you can check out Crit Media online for Jacob's write-up um, and some few a few photos from our our little um, adventure on the farms. So what else have you been up to over the last your your first week? Right, last week yeah. was your first week. So a lot of it's been getting oriented. I've been going around in different departments, just saying howdy and uh, just finding out what, what's going on in the community. I stopped by the Crit Education Services and I talked to them over there. Um, they've been doing some really great work. I didn't realize the scale of the support they offered st students. Um, I think it's been really great um, what they offer and I think more people should take advantage of it. They also have a great GEDs program uh, that they recommend that a lot of people use if they don't have their high school diplomas. And I think that's great that they're just able to support the community in that way. and help out with the education because I think education is one of the most important things, especially to benefit the community. Right. Bringing those skills and um, things that you can bring back to the community here. I know that's a very valuable asset. So, um, did you have a chance to grab one of their popsicles while you were there? I did not. I heard oh. about the famed popsicles though. Right. I hear about them too. I haven't had one yet. So if you didn't know, um, for kids and students who use their services after school, I think most days you can stop by and grab a a cold treat, which this time of year is appreciated. Well, cool. I'm glad that you've been um, getting out in the community. Um, I know Ivy uh, Ledesma, our newspaper manager, has been busy too. I see her walking in the door right now. I think she's coming back from uh, Crit Employee Recognition. So we'll share something on that soon. I'm not sure who's being recognized today, but um, for their years of service, generally, uh, the Human Resources Department will recognize somebody for 20 years, 25, 30 years, those those types of things. So, very cool. Uh, the Phoenix Suns visited Crit on August 24th. The Phoenix Suns mascot, along with other members of the organization, visited uh, Crit Tribal Council at the Chambers to deliver a $10,000 donation uh, to be used for developing new sports programs on the res. Crit was one of... 22 tribal nations um, to receive these donations. After um, their visit at tribal chambers, uh, tribal council, some of the tribal council members along with the Sun staff um, headed over to Wallace uh, Junior High via police escort for a quick pep talk. Uh, pep, pep talk. Doesn't come out smooth. No, it's a hard phrase to say. Yeah, and uh, to deliver some cool Phoenix Suns swag to the students there, which was neat to see. Um, be sure to check out critmediaonline.com for a brief write-up and a video of their visit with Tribal Council. So we also have another special guest with us. Mr. Lane Miller from the Blue Water Cinemas is with us again. Hello, hello, back again. Yep, yep, good to see you as always. I'm a little bit jealous because Lane always has like the latest info when it comes to, to movies and cinema. and <laughs> I'm a fan of all of that kind of thing, so... Um, I guess we can brief, briefly touch on new showings, what, what's playing right now over at the Blue Water Cinemas. Okay, yeah. Uh, so the newest movies we got are Gran Turismo, which is a, a racing movie. And then uh, we got an, a newer type of film called Blippi's Big Dino Adventure. And that's for like the toddlers. I guess it's uh, base, basing out of YouTube, this creator, and he got pretty big and now he's making movies and content for the kids. And then uh, we still have the movie Blue Beetle, which is, you know, still popping off. And we, um, another movie we have is uh, Strays, which is kind of like the Beverly Hills Chihuahua, but it's rated R because these animals curse a lot. 
Okay. So it's interesting to see. We, uh, Jamie Foxx and Will Ferrell's in the movie. And then um, we still have Meg, too. That one's still doing great as well. Since the last time we talked, that movie's still there. Right. So currently we have five movies going on. We're kind of pushing our limits. Usually it's only four, but we're doing a little something different, trying to get variety. That's cool. No, right now all our show times are one, four, and seven. That's typically our, our time frame, unless a movie's like a three-hour movie, then we have to go to a one and six period. But those are our movies right now. Okay. And um, so the community might not know Crit Media has a, a top secret movie reviewer mm-hmm. that, that isn't myself. <laughs> um, anyway, our, our top secret movie reviewer went to um, screen the Blue Beetle recently. And gave it a five stars, five out of five. So I'm, I'm assuming that's a good thing. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about the Blue Beetle? Since, I mean, that's getting the the illustrious five stars from our anonymous reviewer here. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the biggest thing that comes out of that movie is it's the first Latino superhero. So that's, like, the number one thing everybody wants to see, you know. And it's a family, like, family-oriented movie. So, you know, it includes the family a bunch in the film. So it's not your typical superhero film. It's a little bit different. You know, it's got a lot of comedy. It's got the action, of course, but it includes the family, which, you know, hasn't been done before. They're including them in their superhero activities. And this is a DC DC um, film, character, yes. right? Yeah. Not, it's not Marvel. It's DC. So, it's so if you're into that whole uh, DC universe, it's a different this type a of film. One. Yeah. It's not like, you know, your normal DC film where it has that darker feel. It's more like I keep saying it's family oriented. It's bright. It's, you know, something special. Yeah, I'm going through um, Google right now looking at images of it. I, I was wanting to compare what the new character looks like versus uh, the comic book character. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty accurate as yeah, far as the costume. Yeah, it looks just like it. Yeah. The visual effects are beautiful, and um, it's like the first film in the new, I guess, DCU. I guess James Gunn took over that, the uh, DC films of Warner Bros., and he's creating a new type of universe, just like how they have the Marvel Universe. He's creating his own with uh, DC. So this is the first one, supposedly. Very cool. Yeah, I heard some talk about like Marvel kind of, you know, um, ramping down some of their traditional characters like Iron Man and um, the Avengers and um, watching the last Guardians of the Galaxy couldn't help but get a feeling that that might have been the last one for a little while, you know? Yeah, I Um, think they're trying to just, you know, stray away from like the Superman Batman because I think people might be getting a little tired out on it but they're trying to you know give fame and rise to these other superheroes like Blue Beetle who's heard of that you know right when people hear Blue Beetle they don't think superhero but. yeah and, and how many times can you redo Batman yeah not exactly. that I'm not a Batman fan but uh come on speaking of Batman who's your favorite Batman my favorite Batman that's a good one uh, I would have to say Ben Affleck. I like Ben Affleck. Really? Yeah. You oh, can't man. Not Michael Keaton. I was going to say, for me, it's got to be the Michael Keaton or even uh, Christian Bale. I like that, the dark. Yeah, Christian Bale. Except for his voice, because <laughs> like this all the time. Yeah, I didn't care for that part. Yeah. But I, I did like his films. I liked though, the movies. I liked the aesthetic. Uh, what was it? The Dark Knight uh, Rises. That one was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. What about you, Jacob? Who I you like, got? I like Keaton. I like the like fantastical element of those the Tim Burton movies where it feels like almost a different world it right. like, retains that comic book atmosphere while still being very like dark and gritty right did you see um the most recent flash I did not I know he's in it though I just like so if you're a Michael Keaton fan you might feel different I'm, I'm not gonna say don't watch it I liked it it was good but um I honestly feel like I watched it waiting for the Michael Keaton Batman and then he came on 
And if you haven't seen it, sorry if I'm ruining it for you, but uh, he came on as like this old man and it just, <laughs> it didn't do the Michael Keaton Batman that I think is the best, you know, any justice. So I was like, oh gosh, you know, he's old now. Yeah. But I guess it's better than uh, George Clooney or something, right? Which well, I, didn't he make an appearance? I was going to say, yeah, yeah, he, he was it, in there too. Yep, he made it. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, Lane, um, thanks for taking the time and, and chatting with us. Mm -hmm. um, we have a Crit Media trivia question once again uh, for a, another Blue Water Resort and Casino swag bag. Um, it's going to be cinema related in regards to the, uh, you said your newest film, right? Gran Turismo. Yep. Gran Turismo. Okay. So here's the question. The Gran Turismo video game was only on what video game console? So if you didn't know, Gran Turismo is based on a video game. What video game console was Gran Turismo uh, for? So if you can call in to 928-575-4260, be the first caller to call in to 928-575-4260 before tomorrow at 11 a.m., uh, you win a swag bag, so you can come in and, and pick up some cool Blue Water Resort and Casino stuff. So, awesome. Uh, what else do I have here? Got all distracted on movies. On August 25th, uh, 2023, I had a chance to visit uh, the Metropolitan Water District uh, Gene Pumping Plant, along with other members of Tribal Council, Council uh, and Crit's Water Resources Department. If you don't know what MET is, uh, MET is the, it's, it stands for the uh, Metropolitan Water District of uh, Southern California. And they're the company that provides water to Southern California starting at Lake Havasu. So when you're driving from Parker to Havasu or vice versa, and you're driving by the lake and you see those big tubes that go up the mountain uh, into the building, um, that pumping plant there is, is what we got to go and, and check out. I was there briefly to, to kind of take a picture and a photo op, but those facilities are always very impressive. Um, and there were some interesting talks going on while I was there. Um, they have a tribal relations person, Gina Chavez, um, and some of the other staff there uh, were kind of talking about career opportunities and career paths, um, as well as their apprenticeship program that they have there um, and the potential of having crit tribal members um, you know, go through with, with that apprenticeship program. So I hope to have uh, Gina and someone from their apprenticeship program here soon to talk a little bit more about that. I think that's valuable information. Um, there is an article uh, with a brief write-up and a picture on critmediaonline.com if you want to check that out. Um, if you want more information about the Metropolitan Water District, visit mwdh2o.com. And uh, you can kind of browse a little bit about their history, what they do, um, and you can also search for their uh, employment link and look for career opportunities. Which leads me into um, something that I think is super useful that we've been sharing through our social media channels, um, and that's the CRIT Human Resources Department's vacancy announcements. So this is something that uh, CRIT Media hasn't done before um, and that HR hasn't done before, but we've collaborated with the Human Resources Department to be able to bring you the most up-to-date vacancies from HR. So every two weeks, we're getting uh, new listings from the Human Resources Department. So that's uh, super helpful if you're on the job hunt. 
If you didn't know, uh, Crit is La Paz County's largest employer. So I'm looking at a list here right now of um, 50 vacancies. This is from the um, August 17th posting, so there should be a new one coming out pretty soon. But um, if you're on the job hunt, this is definitely worth checking out. I'm looking at positions from um, entry-level, part-time positions, all the way up to, looks like we've got uh, general managers. We have clinical therapists, uh, chief probation officer, judicial clerk of the court, all kinds of good stuff. So... And up, oh, I see something else here. Looks like uh, we're hiring at Crit Media. That's right, I see two positions vacant at the Crit Media department. Probably not supposed to talk about that. Oh well, you heard it. If you're interested in any of those positions, be sure to um, check out that posting, reach out to HR, or um, they also post their jobs on Indeed.com. So if you're on Indeed.com, um, I would recommend typing in crit media department and seeing what pops up or crit in general, considering there's 50 vacancies here right now. All right. So Parker IHS is hosting event on Tuesday, August 29th. That's tomorrow called let's discuss Medicaid. Uh, this is a, um, benefit coordinator event is what it looks like it's branded as. Again, it's taking place on Tuesday, August 29th. And I do not see a time listed. So um, if you want more information on that, the number listed on their flyer is 928-669-2137. And that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, but tomorrow, August 29th, I'll be interviewing a special guest for a special edition episode uh, that will likely be shared later in the day tomorrow but like always i want to remind everyone to follow the crit media department on facebook and be sure to bookmark critmediaonline.com my name is dusty woodell and thanks again for listening